0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Empowered to Inspire. I'm your host, Tanya Price, and thanks for tuning in to episode three. Today, we're gonna talk about guarding your heart. So let's jump in. Last week on the Daily Bible app, one of the scriptures was guard your heart above all else because from it come the issues of life. And that was Proverbs 4, 23. And that scripture just kept jumping out, jumping out at me. So I knew that, you know, it be something that I wanted to look into for this podcast. So as I began to study it, I looked at the whole chapter of Proverbs 4. And that chapter is about wisdom. And the well-known scripture, wisdom is the principal thing. um, And all that getting, get an understanding uh, is also in that verse. So I began to think about it. What is wisdom? Is wisdom knowledge? Is it knowing facts? No. Or partially, you know, wisdom is having knowledge, but knowing how to apply the knowledge. It's developing good judgment. That's why a lot of times we, it, it's referred to uh, older people as having wisdom because they have experience to go along with the facts. And they know how to apply the knowledge because of their experience. And so over and over in this chapter of Proverbs, the writer is talking about how important it is to acquire wisdom. And then in the 20th uh, verse, this is my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them but let them penetrate deep into your heart for they bring life and healing to the whole body. And then it goes on to say, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. And we have to think about, well, what is he talking about when he's talking about your heart? Is it this thing that's pumping and beating and causing blood to flow through your body? No. Instead, when it's referring to your heart, it's referring to your soul. What do you mean, Tanya? Your soul? Yes, your soul is made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions. Okay. So when it's saying guard your heart above all else, it's saying guard your mind, guard your will, Guard your emotions. I think we all know what we're talking about when we're talking about our mind. We're talking about our thinking, how we're thinking. When we're talking about our will, we're talking about how we're choosing, the decisions that we're making. And our emotions is, what are we feeling? I mean, you know, if you're led by your emotions, a lot of times it leads us to a place that we don't necessarily wanna go to. So the writer is saying, listen, You've got to guard your soul above everything else because that is where the issues of life come from. That's where you choose what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, how you're going to do it, and how many you know. Our life is the sum total of the decisions that we make. That's why this writer goes on to say and continues to say, you know what, get wisdom. You know what, listen to my teachings and you know what? Guard your heart. And you know, as I looked at looked up the word guard uh, in the dictionary, the definition was to watch over in order to protect or control. So there's this two two-tiered kind of definition. Protection, but also control. Okay, you're protecting from damage or harm, but you're also controlling to make sure that thing doesn't get out of hand. And so what the, what the scripture is telling us is, Hey, guard what you allow into your mind, how, guard your emotions, guard what you choose and how you make decisions. You've got to guard that, make sure that thing and those, that mind, those decisions, those choices are lining up with my words, right? Cause that's what it says in the 20th verse. It says, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. When you think about penetrating, penetrating is something that sort of takes time to sink down in. And if you remember the first podcast episode that we did, we talked about what are you thinking? What are you thinking about? You've got to be thinking and meditating on the word of God. That's how those words penetrate deep into your heart or as we're defining it, your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. You've gotta allow his words to penetrate deep into your heart. Why? Because out of your heart spring the issues of life. Your heart determines the course of your life. So that's why you've gotta allow your heart to be penetrated by the word of God so that you're making choices and decisions that are that are governed by the word of God and not your emotions. Because how do you how many of you know sometimes your emotions can be out of whack? I don't know about y'all, but mine can get out of whack sometimes. Sometimes I'm I'm in a mood. As the young people say, they say it. mood. I'm in a mood. Sometimes I'm in a mood, y'all. And a lot of times that mood jumps up on me in traffic. Is that, does that happen to anybody else? They cut you off. They speed in front of you. They look at you some type of way when you do something and suddenly you're in a mood. That's what happens to me. That's why I told you y'all need to just pray for me. Cause sometimes I jump into a mood. And why am my daughter going to say to me, mom, I think you have road rage. No girl, I don't have road rage. I'm fine. God's just working on me. I'm a work in progress. Any other work in progress is out there. Come on, somebody. Yes, me too. And I need my life to be governed by the word, not by the mood. Because when I'm in the mood, I can guarantee if I operate according to the mood, I'm not gonna like the results that I get. And sometimes your thinking can be off because you can be assuming and you can be absorbing all the negativity of the world around you. And that's why it's saying, listen, I have wisdom for you, knowledge, and how to apply it to help you to have good judgment. But you got to be on guard because there's all this stuff that's coming at you to try to penetrate your heart. But instead of allowing that to penetrate your heart, allow my words to penetrate deep into your heart because they bring life and healing to your whole body. When I read that, what I think about is that his word will bring life to every situation that you face. There is not one situation that his word will not bring life to if you allow it to penetrate that area. If you need healing, there's a prescription for that. But I will restore you to health and heal your wound, Jeremiah thirty seventeen. I don't know, maybe you're brokenhearted. It says he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, Psalms 147 and three. Maybe your finances are out of whack. We're in a pandemic. My God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Not the economy, not the businesses, but his riches and glory, Philippians 419. Maybe you have anxiety. The scripture says, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation. By prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, Philippians 4 and 2, and come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest, Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. So whatever you're facing, there is something in his word that speaks to that. You've got to challenge yourself to dive into it and seek it out, and then Meditate on that word and apply it to your life. Let it penetrate deep into your heart. What is your heart again? Your mind, your will, and your emotions. The word of God is like a seed. When a farmer plants a seed, he plants it deep in the soil and then nourishes it with water and the sunlight. And underneath the ground, underneath of the surface, that seed is producing... But we cannot necessarily see it in the moment. But it's still working. And it's the same way with the word of God. So as you plant that seed over your situation, if you don't see an immediate turnaround right this second, that doesn't mean your seed isn't working. It is. Keep saying that word. Keep believing that word. Keep saying that word. I don't care if every fact, every piece of, Evidence you see looks completely opposite. Stand on his word because his word is true and let your actions line up with what you're believing because just as that farmer waters that seed in the ground that he planted, he's expecting to receive a harvest. You've planted the seed of the word over your situation. Then your actions have to line up with the expectation that I'm gonna receive a return on this investment of the word that I'm gonna see a harvest come from this seed that I've planted in the ground. And remember, you gotta guard your heart, especially when you've planted the seed of the word, because there will be all kinds of contradictory information. But that's why the scripture says we walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith, not by what we see, because what we see can be contradictory to really what is a farmer plants the seed the seed is growing he can't see the roots but it's still growing under the soil so it is crucial that you guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life Thanks for tuning in to Empowered to Inspire. I'm Tanya Price, and I hope that you were encouraged, empowered, and inspired to live your best life. Listen, if you have any questions or if there are any topics that you want me to consider on the podcast, please email me at tanya, that's T-O-N-Y-A, at empoweredtoinspire.org. Also, follow us on Instagram at Empowered to Inspire Podcast. Remember, new episodes drop every Monday at 5 p.m. Central Time. Lastly, if this podcast blessed you in any way, please share it with your friends. Thank you. Have an amazing week.